This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A partial government shutdown is looming if negotiators are unable to secure a deal by Friday's deadline. Talks reportedly broke down over the weekend but are scheduled to get going again this week. Lawmakers essentially have three options. Come to an agreement on government funding for the rest of the fiscal year, pass a continuing resolution to give more time to negotiate that agreement, or face another shutdown. Speaking on this week's open mic, Kentucky Republican James Comer says a shutdown is not a good option. Anytime you shut the government down, everybody loses. The taxpayers lose, the people that depend on those government services lose, the employees that are affected by the shutdown lose, everybody loses. And I don't want to see the government shut down again, but you know, I stand with the president. We have to have border security. Negotiators said over the weekend the funding for a border wall was no longer the primary issue, but rather a limit on immigration and customs enforcement detention beds. Immigration policy causing an issue that could potentially lead to a shutdown is nothing new, but a solution would be. Comer says he stressed compromise in a meeting with President Trump. I said, Mr. President, you don't have the votes to build the wall. I'm for the wall, and I've voted for the wall at least twice and will continue to vote for the wall, and the wall is popular in my district. But do not have a majority of votes in the House, and never have you had 60 votes in the Senate. What we need to do is have a compromise, and that's good for agriculture, too, for family farmers, because there's a shortage of workers. There's a shortage of workers in every industry in America now. To hear more from Comer, including his thoughts on the Democratic Green New Deal rolled out last week, check out this week's open mic interview on agripulse.com. A new round of trade talks between the U.S. and China are officially underway. Deputy-level negotiations between the two countries began today in Beijing, led by Deputy U.S. Trade Representative Jeffrey Garish. Later this week, higher-level talks will take place and include a U.S. delegation led by USTR Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. American ag interests will be represented by USTR Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd and USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney. Ethanol producers are headed to Orlando this week. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. An ethanol group leader says the industry can't go without the renewable fuel standard just yet. The RFS requires oil companies to blend ethanol in transportation fuel. It's a top priority for the Renewable Fuels Association, which this week is hosting the conference. RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper argues reasons behind the RFS are still valid. But because of the monopolistic makeup of the transportation fuels industry and the fact that the market is is really closed to competition, we need some mechanism to drive a wedge into that market and allow that competition, force that competition to happen. Cooper says the goal for the industry is to have enough market power without government intervention, but the sector isn't quite there. Several hundred ethanol producers and corn farmers will head to the Sunshine State tonight through Wednesday. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Stay tuned throughout the week for Nully's reports from the conference. A new report raises alarm about potential impacts in rural America of a merger between T-Mobile and Sprint. The report looks at what happened when T-Mobile acquired Iowa Wireless Service in 2018. Debbie Goldman is the Research and Telecommunications Policy Director with the Communications Workers of America. She says the report and other analysis undercuts T-Mobile and Sprint's pro-merger argument. One of the key- 
key arguments that T-Mobile and Sprint have offered in support of this deal is the supposed benefits it will bring for rural communities. Our own expert analysis of the company's data provided to the FCC found that wireless broadband access for rural communities would not improve significantly as a result of this merger. The report claims the iWireless acquisition also led to closed retail outlets and service difficulties in rural America, especially among seniors. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.